Hello, hello loves. You're listening to your VSG Diary Girl Court. Let's leave it all at the door and get very chatty. Hello my loves, I am back but I am not alone. Today with me I have the gorgeous Sydney Atkins who is a local PT in my area. She is a badass power lifter. She specializes in strength training, hence coming in today. This is a topic that I am so ready to talk about. I am just over two years post weight loss surgery. And so for me, I feel that this is at the forefront of my mind, a conversation I am already starting to have with friends, friends like Sydney, and just a conversation I am having with myself about the next chapter for me. I've undergone the weight loss phase, the maintenance phase, which I'm now in and slowly wanting to consider building strength in the gym and through my exercise and body movement. So We've got, like I said, the gorgeous, the wonderful, the marvellous Sydney Atkins with us today. Sydney, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit bit about who you are. Hi. Well, I'm Sydney, obviously. Um, I'm a 21-year-old personal trainer. I started my business during the second lockdown, so July 2020. Um, I am currently a powerlifter. I've been doing it for just over six months now. I've done a couple comms, come first in those two, not to brag. No, just to write <laughs> that in there. We need to know, let the people know, okay? And then I'm currently applying to be a retained fire and rescue in my local area as well. Woo-woo, she is doing it all. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about how powerlifting came about for you. How did you get into it? Why did you choose the pursuit? How did it happen? Well, it's really funny because I actually didn't wasn't interested in powerlifting when I was younger. Mm. I wanted to be do bodybuilding, so posing and stuff. And I would train hypertrophy, so muscle building, so then I could get like you know look big and strong and stuff like that, but not necessarily strength. Okay. And I had my now current coach would always message me whenever she saw videos of me lifting that I'd post. She'd be like, "Hey, are you considering?" And I'm like, "Oh no, no, I'm doing bodybuilding. I'm doing bodybuilding." And it would happen for like a year and a half. And then one day I did one RM testing, so like one rep maxes, seeing how much I could lift for one rep. Mm-hmm. And um, I was doing pretty well, like terrible form. Well, not terrible, was not palatable. Could be standard. improved, yes. Yes. Yeah. And I posted about it and my now current coach was like, hey, Sydney, come on. That's... And I was like, oh, okay, Let's fine. really Let's talk about up. this, yes. So um, about one week in, she turns to me and goes, okay, you got 12 weeks till your comp. And I was like, what? That's not enough time to prepare for a comp. Right. But and sometimes you need less time to think about things. So you can just get in there and do it. Uh, yeah. And, and it she obviously like, knew that that was going to work for you. I went into <laughs> it and I had my comp in December and oh my, I came first. I smashed it. It was amazing. Yay. So like, yeah, that's how I kind of got into it. Like, okay. you know, with my background of um, yes. training, it like okay. helped the competition yeah. side of these things. Yeah. Okay, and obviously you mentioned, you know, you had the background there. Talk a bit about the history of body movement. So over the course of your life, big question, how did body movement uh, come about for you? Where did it start? So my first kind of training I ever did as a child was gymnastics. I did that for seven, eight years. So most of my childhood was gymnastics. So it taught me how to train how to like feel my body, know what's going on, Mm -hmm. like all the tricks and stuff you've got to do. Oh my God, you need to know where your body is at all times. Um, I can just imagine all the gymnastic stuff. (laughs) Sheesh. The amount of strength you need for it. Holy crap. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, no, so gymnastics for seven to eight years, it really built that mental of training and stuff like that mm. and competition. Yeah. And then I stopped doing that in the start, early years of my high school. And then I started hip hop and break dancing. Yeah. That is so, so Yeah. That's unreal. <laughs> it was so fun. I loved it. I did that for about five years. Went like, I did a competition for it as well. Um, and then you really I was, take it no matter what you do, you take it there. Yeah. I love that about you. Yeah. So it's I was amazing. doing that and okay. then sprinter here and there, like, okay. you know, school carnivals and stuff yeah, like, yeah. and did a little bit of training, but only hundred to 200 meters. That's all I could do. Yes. No long distance. Yeah. No long distance. That's like, it's not for everyone. No, it's not. It's, like, it's, it's not, not for everybody. Me. No, you're like, I know what I like. It's a, I and know it's not what the long I'm good run. at and it's not that. It's not endurance. It's very much short yeah. form. Which makes sense because as a power lifter. It's not power. You gotta yeah, and it's quick time. and it's yeah. Would you say it's short and quick? Your yeah. lifts, yeah. So it's not yeah. like you're up like there. You gotta, yeah, definitely. <laughs> hold, now hold that weight. <laughs> yeah, yeah hold it for like ten seconds for me. No, it's always very quick. Okay. Um, and amazing. then I started at my first gym when I was seventeen. Mm-hmm. I was in the gym, not really as a fifteen to sixteen year old, more home gym than anything, but. 17 was my first time at any time fitness fairy meadow mm-hmm. and there it was me doing my own training like my parents both have a background mum was a fitness instructor for 30 years dad's a dietitian and was a personal trainer You've like got the influence yes so they were yeah. there but they were like you know what you need to figure out this on your own and like at the time 17 18 years old i was starting my tape course as okay. a personal trainer so you knew that that was what you wanted to do 100 percent. you were adamant you knew yep yeah, so that was, I knew what I wanted to do and it was something to do with that. fitness. So yeah, at 17, like I was in the gym, wasn't the best form again. It was absolutely atrocious. I look back on videos and I'm like, oh my God. Really? <laughs> but like, that's it's, how you everyone grow. starts. That's how everyone starts. I think mirroring yourself and watching yourself in the moment is one thing, but looking back at, at, oh, a, at a, you know, past distance and seeing how far you've come in years, not just like a few days or within that session and coming back out and going, oh, that looks a bit funny. But looking back from years long. Like I've oh come God. a long way. Yeah. I have come a long way. And again, like it's made me more of like, you know, my clients can kind of relate to me when they start. They're like, I can't do this form. Like I'm here to teach you because I've done that. Yeah. I know exactly what you're going through because yes. like it sucks, but yeah. I can get you through. Yeah. Don't stress. I've done that. Yes. Been there, done that. Yeah. I've done all the shit stuff. And I love that because for a lot of bariatrics and me included, I never had that background of a fit life. I never did the sports. I never really went into the gyms, at least at that age. Like you were doing it from a really young age. That wasn't really it for me. I was always the singer. Yes. (laughs) I mean, I danced. Everyone dances, right? When they're singing or making music. But it's just amazing to hear that it's been so cultured and ingrained in your life for a lot of bariatrics it's so new. The whole world of fitness and movement and strength is new. And it's almost scary because oh, it's the complete unknown. Like if I was to dive you into a vocal lesson, oh my it's God. the same. I'd for, be yeah. so scared. <laughs> Even going shopping, I get scared. Like yeah, okay. trying on clothes. So yeah, I wow. relate that to my not... clients. Yeah, wow. Well, I'm okay. like, you might be able to go into a shop and to know what to wear and what to pair things yes. with. I can't. Yeah, okay. So I get really scared and nervous. And I the just familiar and the unknown versus the unknown. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. So the next question, this is something that I have always been very curious about. I've always wondered if this was as common as I hear that it is. Do you commonly deal with women who are afraid of adopting 
a more muscular physique, even if they love the heavy lifting training, do you ever see that as an issue? Can you see that coming through for them as a conflict? So they want the strength, but they don't want the appearance or the physique that may come along with that. Yeah, a lot of the time, actually, like it's it's most women. It's like it's very natural not to want to be muscly and bulky and stuff. But most of the time, when you do strength training, you don't get bulky. No. You kind of you adapt this fit look that, as people say, toned muscles and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, no, like I definitely it, I deal with it every day. I have people yeah. come up to me and like women come up to me like I'll be out of the gym, and we'll just have a conversation. I'll bring up their powerlifter like oh my god can I see a video of your mm-hmm. powerlifting and I'm like yep and they go I want to lift that that's so cool but I don't want to get bulky and it's like it's a backhanded like, I was like whoa okay um, and this is why I say it's so important to think about what you're saying because that is a compliment but it's not and it yeah. ruins that genuine admiration for yeah. you that really is a confidence boost for you with but I don't want to look like you I'd love to feel that and have that power, but I don't want to look like you. That's, you know, yeah. the, gosh, that's like, just... Lucky, lucky, I like being bulky. That's right. my goal. My goal is to look bulky. Um, and then, but even then I get told that I look more fit than bulky. So like, it's okay. pretty hard to put on bulky muscle. Um, the way that you do that is with nutrition. Mm-hmm. Carbs give you the energy to go in the gym. And then you go to the gym, you build up that muscle that you get your protein, that you yeah. feed that muscle, that yes. protein. And then you eat those fats to balance out all those hormones. Mm. Like if you're not eating a decent amount of protein and carbs and fats, you're actually not going to get that bulky. Right. And that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So like, again, a lot of people are just like, I don't want to get that bulky. I'm like, yeah, but you won't. Right. And it also it's, takes time. Oh, it And it can years. be monitored as well. So if you can slowly start to see your physique changing, surely there's ways to... Um, kind of adapt the nutrition and the training yeah, to you start back a little bit yeah right and it's not a major thing it's again it takes years it's taken me five to six years to get to where i want to and i'm still going yeah i still want to get bigger and like i'm not even halfway there yet like in my yeah. mind i'm not halfway so again it takes so long and you go up and down you're not going to okay. just you're not going to get do strength training and then stay bulky your whole life yes you would go up and down and your hormones and then well, 100%. that changes everything too. 100%. And so when women are like, I want to lift heavy, but I don't want to get bulky, I'm like, well, then maybe lift in your weight category in sense of try and get really strong for a 55 kilo woman. Yes. Get really strong for a 70 kilo woman. Get strong for a 100 kilo woman. Yeah, I was going to say even heavier. Yeah. 100%. Like you don't have to be big and lift big. You just lift big in your weight category. Right. To your capacity. Whatever that looks like. Right. Because it's possible. Like I know there's girls that they look like normal figure girls. Like they've got muscle 100%, maybe as big as me, but they're not bulky bulky to the point where you're like, oh my God, that's too much. Yes. They've got a nice amount. They look fit. They look feminine. But they're like 69 kilos, lift 180 squat. Like, it's insane. And so you get strong insane. for your weight group or for you, right. not where yeah. everyone else is. You don't get strong for like everyone else. You get right. strong for like your weight group and what you want to do. And I do think just taking it back to a Barry um, perspective, we get so small and so petite. Like I said, we lose a lot of muscle, a lot of muscle mass. And I think just having that conversation of the pressures to remain at the lowest weight from weight loss surgery, it is a really difficult concept to wrap your head around because 
like I always say, at my smallest weight, I was my most petite, but I was my most weakest. I was malnourished. I was fatigued. My energy was horrible. I was, I wasn't deficient in anything, but I was certainly malnourished and it just wasn't cute. It was not it. It was, I couldn't sustain any exercise or output physically really. And so I think there's also that fear with being a bariatric or being so petitely framed or going from feeling so largely framed, my whole frame in general, I feel small. Yeah. I feel smaller. Like even walking on a footpath, I feel half my frame. Yeah. My whole physique is halved, literally. You know, I, what would take up two people is now one, like I'm, I feel like actually one person, not two people in my body. Um, and so I've had to really work towards now in this phase in maintenance strength phase to let go of being the smallest weight and being the most petite I have become from weight loss surgery. And I too have to deal with that conversation that I have to have with myself. And that's probably where my question came from was a bit more of internal feelings from me because I also feel that way. I feel a little confronted by my um, muscular growth when I look yeah. at myself and I put on my jeans. And for me, it's a bit triggering because, well, they feel different. Yeah. You know, I feel fuller in them. <laughs> I feel fuller in my shirt, especially my T-shirts, my arms. Um, and so I think it's an ongoing thing for not just women, but men, but everyone. I just feel that sometimes change physically can be confronting when you are familiar with one thing or feel pressure to stay in one way, like yeah. as one person 100%. in the, in the same body always. 100%. Yeah. No, no, that makes a lot of sense. You know what I mean? Like, and I it's think... hard, like it's hard to let go. Like I know for many years I didn't, I'm like, I like being strong and fit and I like being muscly, but I was scared that I was going to be deemed too big, right. too muscular, too masculine. Right. But I've learned again to love myself and go, you know what? I love, I love that I look bulky and that people are like, whoa, you're huge. You go to the gym, right? Like, <laughs> you look I like you do stuff. It. Like, <laughs> I went up to like, uh, I think to order food and I was like looking at the menu and like, oh, do you need something high protein? I was like, Stop you get it. me, you Stop read it. me like a book. <laughs> That's it. But like, oh, again, I, I think it's, it's very normal to feel like that. But once okay. you... I feel like once you get training, you kind of go, actually, I really like this look because I'm actually around people that look like me. Okay. Because in the gym, everyone's muscly. Everyone's – so you feel in a community of like, I want Acceptance. to – Acceptance. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That was what I was looking it, for. You don't feel like the outcast. Yeah. Or the odd one out. You feel like one of everyone. Because everyone else is big in that way. Yes. So you're like, yeah, let's get big in that way. And yeah. then you go out in society and you look bigger than the average, but you'll be like, but I can lift more than you. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love it. So what's your advice, Sid, to anyone who does want to make a start in gaining muscle, getting strong to test their limits, even if it's for the first time? Let's say it's for the first time for someone. What would be your advice to someone who just wants to make a start with strength? Start now. Do it now. Why not? Like, Get in there. What, what's people. holding you back? Um, Probably just them. You, the inner, <laughs> the talk, the self-talk. So I definitely would say get a professional. Get someone that knows what they're talking about and is going to help your form. And that is going to teach you how to um, schedule and structure your programs. And then also someone that can teach you how to eat. And in the way that's going to help your training, not just like healthy food 24-7, but going, hey, you need this amount of carbs, this amount of fats, this amount of protein to support Mm. your training. 
And again, like I definitely go, some PTs do know how to do that, but I always direct people to dietitians whenever I talk yep. about food. It is just, they know so much, mm-hmm. so much. And they're just so, I just, again, they know how to like put the carbs in a way that it's not going to be so scary. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, oh my God, this is going to make you fat. It's, this is going to give you energy to go into the gym yes. and smash your goals yes. kind of thing. Right. And like, again, and then you want someone that's going to teach you proper form. Yeah. So then you don't hurt yourself. So you don't do proper form. And then if you, well, you might be lifting weights with no pain, but you might have bad form and it's holding your strength back because you're doing it in a certain way that's not going to allow you to get the most out of it. Because powerlifting, like I do, is very technical. Okay. Your strength can get you certain Like Strength can get you, like, so far. But if you don't have the technical, technical side of the sport... Yeah. Like it's you're not going to get pay attention to the finer details. 100%. Be a little bit more patient, even with 100%. the process, because and just taking one step at a time, not okay. trying to change the whole lift in one go. Like, okay, cool. I've now learned how to brace my core a bit more. Now I'm going to put where my hands are supposed to be, and it's just that little increments of changing yeah. that um form. And you would see, sorry, as a trainer, you would see that process takes a different amount of length of time for different people, 100%. right? I've yeah. got a client that came to me that couldn't even squat on a bench and now she's squatting um, with a bar on her back and it's taken us a year, but we've done it. Yay. And she's Go feeling her. confident, 100%. Yeah. Um, and then structuring. Structuring is so important because you don't want to overload your muscle or your body's too much, but you don't want to be doing not enough and then... With powerlifting, if you're going to go specifically into that, it's you want to train on days that you peak and then you want to try and train and make sure that your sessions before your peak sessions aren't too heavy that you're not going to be able to peak and right. there's heaps of stuff. There's but a lot to consider. Oh, yeah. 100%. Lots to consider. And so, so you want someone that just does it for you that you don't have to think. That you is think true. About lifting the weight. That is really true. Just having that work done for you because 100%. a pro in the field has analysed you, your life. Yeah. And can just customize and help you out with it. And again, just encourage you. But like, again, I think strength training is so important because it's going to keep you looking younger. It's going to (laughs) help you with old age. We love, we love, we love the younger look. (laughs) Honestly, I think youth. It's youth by a strength. It's youth through the natural movement of our bodies. Hundred percent. And then when you age, like you know, in older age, you can. Hang out with your grandkids. Mm, you can you do can the functional do. movements and then some. You can be that seven-year-old that still does chin-ups. I don't know. Do what you that want to do. That is going to be you. I really hope that. will that. be you, Sydney. <laughs> that is going to be you. Like, yeah. And then, like, you know, and then it helps you with normal life as well. Like, opening a jar mm-hmm. or, or bloody, I don't know, um, walking down the street without any pain or mm-hmm. anything like that. And I think you could relate to that. Absolutely, I can. Yeah, absolutely. I feel that even... Coming from being 124 kilos to where I am now, I was stronger in different ways and going through the surgery and having that depletion in losing so much muscle so rapidly, so quickly, I was thinner, I was smaller, but I was not stronger. I was weaker. And like I said earlier, I was just really malnourished and I felt malnourished emotionally. I felt malnourished, obviously physically, but like you said, even the opening of the the, the, um, jar, that for me would have been easier at 124 kilos as opposed to being lighter. I just had no no strength post-surgery in the initial stage. So I really do think that little functional movements, everyday, day-to-day things, 
are easier for me in different ways. And this is why I want to talk about strength because I went from being bigger and actually stronger in strength in what I could lift and carry um, to now actually having to almost start again, feeling like I was starting again with my nutrition, eating a quarter cup of food. That is not a lot. And then having to build my strength from zero. It felt like zero. 100%. Well, it would. It felt Definitely like zero. going through that and then eating the quarter cup every day or every meal. Yeah, every meal, yeah. That would be insane. You would have no energy, no carbs, it's no big mental nothing. 100%. Challenge. And again, again, it just helps with daily life, getting out of the chair, getting... It's the little things. Little things that help some people don't recognize. People just think, again, the physical of, oh, I'm going to look bulky. I don't want to do it. But I'm like, oh, no, it actually really yeah. helps everything. And you see a massive difference and then you actually get more in touch with your body and you know how you feel and how you look and you get more confident because you're like, I know my body. I know mm. how it works and I look good. And I look good. And I look, and good. I look good doing it. <laughs> do you want me to do it again? <laughs> do you want me to flex right over here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. See, my next question is a little bit more for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you think it is at all possible for a bariatric post-weight loss surgery patient to have success in not just powerlifting and comps, but in general to seriously consider strength, not just I'm going to go into the gym and work muscles A to Z, but actually really wanting to get significantly stronger. So through lifting weights. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. If like yourself, you've recovered from your surgery and you've really looked at nutrition as being the muscle building and our strength building kind of side of things of going, I need to eat carbs, I need to eat protein. It's going to help a lot. Because again, with lifting weights, you need a lot of carbs to get you into the gym to move in and then the protein to feed the muscles. So I definitely think someone that has recovered from that surgery definitely can do okay. powerlifting comps and strength training yeah. seriously. Um, it's just that nutrition side is going to be the biggest challenge, I feel. Yeah. As well for energy, recovery. yeah. So, 100%. and obviously... With that, I'll just having been a Barry myself, you know, I think that that point is probably reached, well, at least for me personally, at about two years, where I'm at kind of now. I think that everyone is different, though. I know people who have had the surgery and could eat a lot more than I could at six months and a year. So it does depend on your individual circumstance with your nutrition. But I like what you said, Sydney, about sorting out that nutrition and being nutritionally strong with your input that way so that you can get into the gym, output your energy and, and physical. Because that's what's going to give you right. the numbers and lifts. And if I, I know that if I don't eat enough and I go into the gym and my numbers, I'm not hitting my numbers, I'm going to feel shit about myself. Right. Because I'm going to be like, but it's my food. Yes. And so, again, nutrition is so important. Right. It's so important to drive your training and to lift those weights up because, again, if no neuronutrition, no food – We've got no energy. Right. We've got nothing. So, again, someone that's fully recovered and has, like, gotten a really healthy relationship with nutrition, I think definitely could. Definitely. Yeah. And I think I think it would be silly and naive to not assume that it may be different from Probably majority. Different. Yeah. So, in terms of protein, it we've had be this chat before. Longer. Yes. Longer, a longer process. So, I guess setting measurable goals. Yeah. Realistic goals. 100%. And, again, not doing the whole comparison to yes. every other power lift and you know everyone no, comes from a different not. background so obviously being a bariatric that in itself is an indifference definitely like it's so you can't compare yourself to others no. everyone's in a different fitness journey yeah you would approach um programming for me 
very differently to someone who hadn't had the bariatric surgery. You'd obviously consider it'd be a slow burn, yeah, and but a big reward, which is great. You know why? Because the weight loss was so rapid, yeah, and so fast. I actually encourage, I welcome, and I entertain any slow burns, yes, because like in my slow. life at the moment, it has been such quick, sudden change that. I, I feel that it's a blessing, but it's also my curse because I expect so much to happen so quickly. So I have to do a lot of the work to kind of go, okay, hang on. It's okay that things are working slower because everything else in my life for the past two years has just been so fast. I, I still feel like I'm catching up well, you with wanted, myself. You want the strength to be a routine. Yeah. Like to okay. get stronger, you need it to be a routine because you're not going to just go up by 10 kilos each week and do the lifts. <laughs> like my bench didn't go up by... 2.5 kilos for four months. Wow, so we haven't even spoken about that. So that, so two and a half kilos in how many months? In bench, um, in bench. four months. Four months, wow. It went from 72.5 to 75 in four months. Wow. And that's technique. Yes. That's my food intake, how much, like, because I'd do my first compound of bench, I mean, a squat or a deadlift. Right. And then I'd do my bench. And I'm like, oh, I can't be bothered to do my bench. I hate my bench. My bench is my worst lift. And it's that like, come on, get underneath it. And again, someone that I do, I will admit, my genes are pretty good for strength building. I've got it. Like my parents have. Yeah. There are always genetic advantages and disadvantages. Yes. So So either works for you or against you. And you've got to work with it regardless of what it looks like. Like someone that I've been training for ages and I have the genetics behind me sometimes I still get stuck for ages and that's so normal. And I feel like, cause again, your rapid weight loss, you feel like yes. you'll go up and weight heaps and you'll put on all this muscle and be bulky and stuff, but you won't. It'd take ages. Yeah. It takes years. So wow. it's making that routine to make it consistent. So then you yeah. see those changes over years. Yeah. And like I, I know I keep saying it, but the surgery is a, it encourages quick and sudden change because a lot of these people are at ends with yeah. and also health wise, real talk, they're in pretty bad positions. I was too. I was looking at heart disease, diabetes, yeah. many things at the age of 22 at the time. And I really had to make a conscious decision that by having the surgery, I was actually willing and I was never able, which was sad, but I was always willing, which, you know, looking back, kudos to me because I always had some pretty positive inner dialogue. Like I always had the fight in me and I can see that in myself and in my everyday um, habits now, especially. But I think it's also very important to accept that that self-talk is vital. It is so vital. It's so important to get you going. So, But it's also important to keep you going as well. And I just think that without that, you know, it's going to be blocks, blocks in the road, bumps in the road, which, I mean, we, we all have them. Oh, so normal. So bloody normal. That's going to be happening. So um, next one, Sid, um, which is kind of linking straight through. Yeah. Your mental, physical blockers. Obviously, your physical blockers are going to be there, like in your recovery, if there's any injury, which I'm sure is no stranger to you. I'm sure you've dealt with it. But how do you deal with any type of block, mentally, physically? How do you get through that? How do you combat um, your inner dialogue, what you tell yourself? So there's different things that I do and different stages that I do these things in. So like mm. during prep, during non-prep and during comp, there's very okay. different um, inner dialogues. Like mental, I've got, um, you know, mental I've got when I'm trying to prepare for a comp, like I'm in comp prep, I'm training for this comp, it's lift up this weight, 
you're wanting to lift these goals and you're wanting to lift these certain weights, you need to get into the gym and you need to lift these weights. Mm. You can't just slack off today because <laughs> this little 1% lift will add on to that 100% comp day. You need to just give it your all every single session. If you're injured, okay, give about 50%, but make sure that you're still pushing yourself and you're still doing that. But yeah, no, definitely it's very much going, looking at the bigger picture and the bigger goal of this is what I want. Just because I'm tired today, have some pre-workout, just get through it, make sure tomorrow night you sleep well, you eat mm-hmm. more, but you need to get through it now. Go lift, go, instead of grabbing those 20s, grab the 30s. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. during prep, it's very much like, come on, you need to push yourself. This is what you want to do. Why do you, why are you slacking off for? If you slack off today, it's going to really affect your bigger goal. Mm. And so and they always say what you do today is what you do tomorrow. Exactly. Like you up need for a, the rest of your pursuit. So hundred percent. And it's like, like everyone has people in their heads and mm-hmm. mine is other people sometimes and you need to get them out. <laughs> but how I've combated that and made it help me is, you know what? I'm going to show you that I'm not all, I'm not all genetics. I'm going to show yeah. you that I actually can lift this weight. Right. I can show you. I am the best squat around. You know what I mean? Like, yes. it's just very much like I use it to help. And yes. then during comp, I'm very much like I've done everything now. I've, I'm very confident with my yes. training. I've pushed myself every single session. That now, I'm done. I'm done training. I'm now comp prep. Yeah. I'm in comp now, sorry. I now just need to lift the weight up and down. Up, down. Easy. Come on. It's just a bar. It's yes. just heavy circle. Lift the weight up. Yes. You've done all your prep. I'm You've confident done the work. with my prep. Let's now show everybody what you can lift. Yes. And like... Show and tell time, baby. 100%. Like <laughs> I chuck my headphones on. I've got my noise cancellation. I'm doing my crazy eyes. Yes. The really wide open eyes. My mates can vouch for me. I do that a lot. <laughs> um, I'm concentrating. I've got my music. That's my certain She's lifts. in the zone. Exactly. She's I've got my certain lifts. Like for my squat, I've got like um, more rap like music. Like Simon Says. If you look yes. that up, it's a really good song. Um, for bench, I listened to the Imperial March, like one of the theme songs on Star Wars. I don't know why, but You're it helped such my a bench. Freaking geek. I love it. <laughs> Sydney, I love it. It just it gets me through my bench because bench yeah. you need to be a bit more calm. Okay, right. Because when bench, you've got to listen to the calls. So you oh. in palette and you got. What to do you have... mean by calls? Sorry. So Sorry. pretty much, when you unrack the bar, yes, and you're holding it. Yep. They tell you bench, you go down to your chest, you hold out your chest, you wait till they say press, you press it up, and then they go unrack, and then you unrack it. Okay. So it's a bit more like you've got to concentrate, and you got to make sure that you're not going to sleep. Because that's I feel like bench is the most technical, mm. because it's just it's, the cause is three calls instead of squat and deadlift being one to two calls. Okay. So Fair enough. Okay. It's more of the beat just getting in the groove. Dun, 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 I don't know. It just gets me in there. <laughs> and then um, deadlift, it's more hard style, hard rock, like Metallica, Linkin Park. Of course. The good like stuff. The stuff that's just going to get the heart rate, screaming. the adrenaline. It's going to support that <laughs> adrenaline. Yes. Exactly. Just screaming and it just hypes me up. I go down on the platform and I like raise my arms up going, guys, yell yes. at me, scream. Yes. And get it on gets the same level with me. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And that's, and again, I've done all the prep. I've done everything that I can. It's now showing people that I can lift it away. Yes, get to the finish line. 100%. That's it. And you'd probably be envisioning it too. Oh my God. That's it. I like before, I'm like, lift it up. And I imagine myself lifting up the bench. Like she did like, it. Done it. Now I'm going to do it. Yeah. And going down. And I'm like, I can do it. Come on. Come on, what's yeah. It's just it's just a bar. It's just what are you talking about? But I feel that that 
self-talk is can apply in everyday life oh, it's just a job interview it's okay you're just going to go in there and you're going to talk yeah okay it's your second time going to a gym you've previously gone into the gym as a morbidly obese person potentially been laughed at you felt judged ridiculed and like the outcast come on get in there you Do can it. really use that that is really the inner dialogue for anything yeah just being when like when you're pushing who, yourself like yes. in the gym who cares what everyone else thinks they're I'm doing worried about doing. themselves half the time we think everyone is so concerned with us like who do we think we are we're all looking at how each do we other. think we're that we're important all looking and special. at ourselves in the mirror that's I'm, right I'm, I'm just checking myself out half the time guys so like, i'm true. not looking at you <laughs> once i realized that i really overcame that gym phobia paranoia yeah, when everyone, i realized everyone's checking out their form everyone's checking yes. out their muscles like it's yeah i think i really had a a negative preconceived like perception on the gym. I've had nothing but support in any gym that I've gone into post surgery. Yeah. I actually have felt very, I mean, you get the casual, like kind of, you go to smile at someone and you get like a head turn, you know, that just happens. But yeah. I have really, for the most part felt very supported in that, which helps me get into the gym, which I'm really happy about. That's amazing. I know that it's not amazing. the experience for everybody, but I also think it's how you carry yourself too, you know, but I've had a, a nice experience with That's that, wonderful. which helps my, yeah, how I get myself Your journey. up yeah, yeah, and get in there. Yeah, That's amazing. I love that. I'm glad that you've had that um, experience yeah. and that mental dialogue because, that again, that can make and break you. Your mental makes and breaks you. It does. If I'm not mentally in it, I won't be able to lift that weight, 100%. And I like that the way you were explaining that, like, okay, come on, just lift it up. You know, it's 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 heavy circles. <laughs> I love that. It's heavy circles. It's heavy circles. Look at them. They're just you heavy know, circles. But I love that you're almost, the way that you're doing it is quick-paced. The thoughts are quick-paced, yeah. not too long phrased and like oh you should be doing this because you've done this no quick go bang yeah lift up down like my coach on the day god Love bless that. her she deals with my psychoticness like <laughs> i'm a psycho during comps and love her lj um she <laughs> pretty much said like you've done all the work now you just gotta prove to yourself that you can lift the weight yeah like and it's so true and she's just like and i'm like oh i want to hit the 150 squat and she's like you're only doing you're only doing your first lift because you do three attempts, so you right. go up and wait. So you might start with one thirty five and then one forty and then you do your last one fifty. So you have to do three. Yeah, a must. So what if you reach your PB, and then oh. you try another PB? Okay, yeah, fair. yeah. And you just keep going. So yep. I was about to do my first lift and I'm like, oh, I want to hit my one fifty, and she's like, calm down, be in the moment and focus on your first one. And as soon as I did that, I was like, yeah. It made it better because those lifts before my 150 were Built so confidence. easy. Yes. They were easy. I was like, yes, let's go. And I let's like that because that places emphasis on don't always expect the utmost from yourself straight away. Yeah. And I like that because and you, you have to level head your ego sometimes. I'm the same. I'm very ego. I can be more egotistic <laughs> than I'd like to admit. <laughs> but ego is good. Ego is good if it's a healthy ego. It's going to help you. That's it's right. going to help you yeah. get through. It's just the balance between yes. having a nasty right ego or having yeah. a supportive one for yourself. Yeah. Correct. But yeah, yeah, no, my coach is absolutely amazing. Um, shout out to LJ. Yeah, yeah. Um, she, yeah, no, she very much helps with my mental. Because like my first comp, I was all over the place. I was talking to people. I was nervous. I missed my calls and I failed squats. Not physically failed, like just didn't listen to the call and I didn't get You were them. mentally... Um, All over the place. Yeah, you were overwhelmed. Probably overstimulated. The environment was different and that's, you know, very normal. Yeah. But I think you need those experiences to combat being stronger and, and coming back and being I went better. to JB Hi-Fi and I bought my um, noise cancellation headphones. I'm like, no one talked to me. Yeah, be and in your the game. The only person that's allowed to talk to me is my coach. <laughs> Y'all, the fans can wait. Yeah, pretty much. 
I'll come around at the end, okay? I love it. <laughs> so true. So true. <laughs> this is this is a heavy question, right? But okay. um, I'm ready. I'm ready. She's ready. Heavy. You can handle heavy. I can. Oh, heavy good. circles. Heavy circle. This is a heavy circle question. Whoa. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Who is she? Okay. What is your definition of being strong? So I guess your advice with the word strong or strength. Okay. Yeah. I love this. I love this question. Um, I think strong is not just being physically strong. It's being mentally strong. Holy crap. Mental gets you anywhere and everywhere. Like for you, for example, getting through your surgery and getting through the judgment that you would get from doing the surgery, from being a big girl to being thinner, it would be a That'd be so shit. Yeah, yeah, it has but been. It has, yeah, it's been up and down, up and down with that. Yeah, and yeah. it's the mental strength to get through it is incredible. Yeah, and I just think again, mental can get you so far. Yeah, like but I even know, like you mentioned, sorry, in your training, yeah. when you said there's mental blockers because it's very uh, kind of similar, correlates, right? Yeah, um, you wouldn't be able to lift that weight if you didn't have the strength to tell yourself to do it. Yeah. You didn't have the strength to get over yourself and going, I'm actually being really stupid right now and mm -hmm. saying that I can't lift the weight. Just do it. Like get over yourself. Yes. Um, a really good example I love talking about now, even though it happened two weeks ago, I still love talking about it. My dad, he did a bike ride for charity two Sundays ago. Um, for the homeless hub, raised lots of money. Yay! <laughs> amazing, amazing. And um, he rode two hundred and sixty-seven k's, which is if anyone is in the Wollongong area, the UCI bike track. That's what he did. Which for the athletes took them six hours. It took my dad twelve hours. He is a forty-seven-year-old man, so that is why. Um, hey. <laughs> love him. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing in the love there after love the age you, drop. <laughs> Sorry for adding you like that. Um, no, so he did it and like he had heaps of support around him. Like his mates were there giving him the drinks and stuff like that. And I was riding around my car making sure he was good, dropped him off, everything like that. And it, like most of it was hills as well. Like it was in Balgowney kind of area. So it all hills. Stanwell Park down to um, Wollongong, Balgowney, just kept going around. So massive hills. And his sixth lap, his mates called me and was like, Sydney, like he's not looking good. He's not looking good. The last time he picked up his drink bottle, I don't think he's going to make it. I think we're going to have to force him off the bike. And I'm sitting there just going, I know my dad. And he's just hit the wall. He's half, not like, like just over halfway through now. He's hit a wall mentally and physically with his training and the um, session. And he will have to get himself mentally out of it. I know he can. I know my dad. I'm like, I know he can definitely get himself out of it, but he obviously needs to. He's in that moment. He's just got to come out the other end. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that mental strength to keep pushing. I've got another six laps to go. And he came back around on the seventh one and he was perfectly fine. I was like, oh, let's go. I've got this. I was shit before, but I'm good now. I was shit before. I'm good now. Small circles. (laughs) Small circles. And he just kept going. And after every lap, he'd be like, four more to go. Three more to go, two more to go, and it was good. Like he mentally got himself he came through. through it. Yeah, and it's again mental. If like physically, I know he could do it. I know he could do it. He's been training for months, but it was the mental that was going to make him break. And luckily, he knows how to mentally get in and just push himself more. And he did. And he got he made it. Hopped off his bike and was like, "Where's my wife?" Oh. <laughs> And yeah, so like, and he got, and and you know what? I love that. And I love that story because 
um, there's emotion behind that too. Yeah. And that is, it's an emotional victory because it's coming out the other end through through the thick of it, which is that, oh, you know what, man, I don't know if I can do this too. No, no, no. I can do whatever I demand myself to do. Exactly. The, I will the, do what I need. The uh, human need body is not delicate. It's actually incredible. Mm-hmm. It can do amazing things. It can adapt mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. We can adapt to so many things. Yeah. Like, you know, with the physical side, like we can adapt. We can get so big and strong that we can lift weights or we can get into a mindset of being able to run a marathon, which again, I don't understand. I can't do that. Yeah. Okay. One 400 meter sprinter. Okay. <laughs> 200, 200. Sorry. Two. Half that. Let's just half that, that one. Cause that oh. I'm such a long endurance runner for saying 400. <laughs> 400 meter sprints. <laughs> no, I'm a 200 base or 100 at she's most. Got it. She's, um, got it. she's got it. But yeah, no, like it's just in, the human body is an incredible thing. Yeah. It's so incredible. and But you just got to take care of it yeah. with the nutrition, yeah. with training, recovery, like physical recovery, yeah. everything like that. I feel like they're all holding each other together. 100%. And it's like, like the, yeah. you know, in, I don't know if you ever did pass in um, high school. Pass. No, so PHP. Yeah. We yeah, learned about your health and it was the physical, mental, spiritual, social and those okay. all came together. Makes perfect sense. And so if you're socially got no friends and you feel alone, your physical is going to go down. Your yeah. mental is going to go down. So if one's down, it's all down. Yes. So you need to support all of them equally yeah. and have a good relationship with your yes. mental and physical. And yes. like mental being like the mental strength of being in a tough situation that's really shit, but you're calm. Collective. And you are just able to navigate through, through it, it. Yeah. and be mature in it. And that's a yes. true sign of maturity. Yeah. And true sign of strength is when you're in a situation and you just calm, yeah. and you just don't yell, you don't scream, you just yeah, and you just let it. You don't let it consume you. you. And I always say it's okay to sit in a feeling, yeah, but don't jump in the bed and cover the sheets and stay there. Like yeah. it's okay to feel whatever you feel. You have every right to to be in that, but only you can really decide and cipher for how long you let that happen. Yeah, like my mom You're the says, only one that's going to get you yeah. up. No one, and as much as you have the support, no one, and what I've learned in the two years is it didn't matter what surgeon took out part of my stomach and it didn't matter how amazing my husband is and my parents and my brother and my family, which is incredible, but I have still got to do the work. you got to pull yourself out of it. I have to do it. They like, can give me all the support and love and, and enthusiastic talk and love. But you're ultimately the dude, one. Dude. Like, I had to do everything. 100%. My mum says it best. Love you, mum. She goes, <laughs> pull your socks up and get through it. Just keep going. I gotta, I'm pull your socks that. up, keep going. I'm and it's that. so true because you're like, yes, shit, things have happened. Yes, you've been insulted about how you look or what you do, but you just keep going. You yeah. just go, right, that's your opinion. I don't really agree with it. Cool. Have a great day. I don't really care. Yes. And you just keep going. Yeah. Like, you've got I mean, to balance. I think you've got to balance all the elements. You know, like you said, the physical side of your training, the nutrition. But then you've got to look after, like, well-being falls into the category of what we're talking about. So the mental strength, also your sleep, your recovery, the little things that you do that aren't a job, your hobbies, things that fill your cup, reading a book, going, getting some fresh air, maybe sitting on the porch for three hours and trying not to do anything. Yeah. You know, I'm it's... always go, 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 go. My actual um, goal is to sit more. Relax. Go on a holiday. <laughs> relax a little relax. bit. Have a lot of my clients and friends to go Sydney, get a life. Just do something else. Just do relax. Something else. Just like, I love what I'm doing so much. Oh, but I love it. 
I love it. Let me hit you up. Literally. (laughs) How much are you at right now, hey? (laughs) How much do you weigh? Let me just see if I can support you for three. But I love love that strength is and feels different for everybody. And strength coming out of weight loss surgery feels like a first time for me in different ways. You know, I feel that I have gone through in the two years – feeling like you said before and that stuck with me the waves up and down so I have felt mentally stronger at certain points I have felt physically stronger at some points and although I don't feel like it's been in perfect alignment the whole time although you've got to focus on them individually when one has been strong and the other hasn't it's almost that that one thing has helped pull the other thing up yeah you know so if if I'm really struggling with my training for whatever reason if I've had an injury or I've had certain things going on I can't get to the gym or I can't move I go, okay, but I can focus. What can I focus on? I can focus on my nutrition, staying calm, doing my wholesome habits that are going to pull me back and and just keep me centered versus panicking and beating myself up for not being able to get out there. Getting yourself into a hole and spiraling out. Yeah, Yeah, 100%. Strength is also saying no. (laughs) Strength is also doing less sometimes um, and not always more because burnouts, I think we've got to stop um, glorifying a burnout. We all want to. I need to take my own advice. Oh, same. (laughs) I'm really, I say this stuff to my clients. I'm like, guys, you've got to have a rest. You've got to, yeah. you can't be training every day and stuff. And I'm like, but I do that. I'm like, oh, We're okay. all just on a journey. We're all hypocrites. We're know? all a little bit hypocritical <laughs> at times, right? But I love that what you've said about strength, about how the mental and the physical need to yeah, work together. Again, it's, and then it's, again, it's not just, again, I think a lot of people go, it's just a physical thing. Like you go physically do this. I'm like, no, no, no. It's, it's mental as well. Like. I know you, it would have been, again, mentally frustrating and so mental to get through what you've done and mm-hmm. what you've been through. Same with me, with my childhood trauma and stuff like that. It's taken a lot out of me mentally, yeah. but it's made me ultimately very, very strong. Yes. Very, very strong. We wouldn't be here without it, would we? That's it. The body, again, the body is not delicate, no. physically and mentally. Physically with childbirth, come on, man. I know. I know. <sighs> yeah, and how... how <laughs> isn't it funny, <laughs> How women walk... Like, I look at my friends that have had children, I think, what are you? <laughs> what is that? Like, they're just... It's like it never happened. And for some, it's like it did really, really happen, and you can feel that. Yeah. As in, some people really do walk you just think have you had a child like look at how quickly you've bounced back and then others it's like it's been a little bit harder for them and the body journey with that has been heavier and harder and like i said everyone's different but geez the body like it's just it's it's incredible amazing how it heals it how it heals like how have i had 80 percent of my stomach removed and how was that normal yeah (laughs) how is that you know and i don't i don't i know i say that but when i hear that too i actually think about it you're like whoa dude yeah yeah, that's crazy. That's like, crazy. yeah, no. It's so it's, just don't don't like think that your body's really delicate. You need to take care of it, and it's just don't be overly push. sensitive where it becomes into making excuses. Yes, and you can really use that. I'm looking after myself as a that then becomes a almost avoidance. You're avoiding yep. getting out there. So I think it it's it works to a degree being yeah. sensitive with yourself. Everyone's scared of injury, but I'm like, if you look after your body correctly. It's going to be less likely of injury, yep. nutritional wise and physical wise. Yeah. Like I know there was a girl at my coach's comp that like she was competing alongside with that. She was 69 kilos, so lighter than me. She did a squat of 180. And I'm like, Jesus. holy crap, she's not scared of putting herself yeah. underneath this heavy weight and doing that. And that's Even the if mental she strength. Not. That's being that's mentally mental, strong. And then physically being able to do that as well. Yes. That's them working together. Yeah. Perfect that's a good analogy. Yes. 
So it's incredible. Yeah. So obviously, you know, guys, strength and feeling strong is is like I said, going to look different for everybody. If you've listened into this whole podcast today, I hope you have found some inspiration from either myself or Sydney or both of us combined. Um, have a think about what strong means to you. Journal it out. Reflect on it. It's been a pleasure having you with me today. It's been a pleasure Sydney. being here, babe. It's been fun. We could just talk the house down, couldn't we? <laughs> we Love could. It. We could. And we probably we still will once we click, Honestly, we click on off. But we're going to head on out. Thanks for sitting with us today. And guys, if you want to follow Sydney on all of her amazing ventures, you can find her on Instagram. Her handle is all lowercase, Sydney Atkins underscore PT. And it's Sydney with an I, not a Y. Um, so give that a look into and I will um, catch up with you guys soon it is bye for now but not for long I will be back very soon download this podcast check me out on my socials and stay connected